0: let's roll
1: in we're
0: going on we're going
1: live with this pod craig i know we are so let me let me get into the meat of what we're saying so storytelling you were you were telling um the group that um you believe in um a holiday you know gift um it's it's a christmas bonus as you called it and Mm -hmm. that you reward each team member uh, a certain amount of money for every year of tenured service that they've given to the practice. So if someone's been there multiple years, they get a larger reward, which met with like vehement criticism, Peter. It was like Harvard business study shows that this and that. I mean, let's just out. It was Trey and Trey and Dwight, the <laughs> ghost of Christmas past and the Scrooge, <laughs> as heretofore known. But they got really upset about that. So so unpack your logic of yeah, why so, you uh, well, feel so strongly uh, about this. A little one. more context, too. So the discussion was over um
0: essentially to christmas bonus or not um and which i replied like not only do i yes do a christmas bonus but it also doesn't it doesn't abate in any way to the monthly or year-end bonus as well it's it's an it's an add-on
1: well so it's a christmas gift it's not really a a bonus
0: well it's a bonus It's, it's bonus and it's
1: accretive to the number of years that they've been and, right, but it, it just gets, gets a little bit more confusing. It's it gets really. more confusing when you say bonus, because then they were saying, well, what if you bonus out in December and they get a Christmas bonus on top of the bonus? And I, that's what I was trying to get some con, you know, some concession. Yeah, stuff. so maybe, maybe it's it was gift. a semantic war that we were having. Yeah, I think the, you were having a semantic war. Well,
0: well, we did break it down. And then there were several people who are not, don't give any kind of Christmas gift, bonus, whatever you want to call it, right? It's not a financial anything. There's a party, Potentially the parties at the office, which I didn't agree with as well. Well, um, and, um, you know, but like this is this is the beautiful thing. I was sitting there actually, Craig, when we were having that discussion as, and as hot and, and heated and as fun as it was. And, and we were all laughing It just kind of we couldn't believe the other side. Yeah, it was just amazing because like Dennis, this is something we always say, like it just it, it still works. Right. Yeah. It's completely different. You know dwight's practice works Trey's practice works people on the mastermind their practice works and it's just kind of where you feel like where you feel led so to right. speak and i feel led and maybe it's been just over time i feel led to have to give a a bonus a christmas gift bonus whatever it is based on seniority meaning and with no cap Right, and, I just the, thought it was and funny. the cap came up too, which was funny. So yeah. was like, "Well, I do it," and, and we but we cap it. At, uh, we cap it. At, we do fifty bucks a year. We cap yeah. It oh yeah, years. cap for four years. <laughs> yeah, And I was like, "Well, yeah, because <laughs> heaven forbid you keep people on longer than you know." Yeah, because you know people years. can get really destructive after four or five years. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, and I know that's just we're we're having fun with it, but it was it was p- interesting how polarizing the and then it became like again I guess maybe you're right a more of a semantic war on. You know we started getting well here's the study that shows that incentives don't work and blah blah blah
1: yeah it went on beyond we hung up the phone two hours later i'm getting like harvard business studies about why bonuses don't work i'm like holy shit. i am just i personally and this is just my personal i am a
0: fan of incentives and bonus you know like there's uh it's not warren buffett's warren buffett's partner who had this quote that said uh you know you show me the incentive and i'll show you the outcome and I think that, and and basically that Harvard business study that Dwight said refuted, tried to refute that whole thing. And in my experience, you know, and look, I only know, Craig, I have a confirmational bias. I only know yeah, we all what, do. what I have done. And, and so it feels good, feels good at Christmas time. Sometimes it's tough because like, God dang, that's a lot of money going for a bonus or a gift. God dang, that's a lot of money for a party. But it's, it's, uh, it always feels good to provide that, Right yeah um, i so also that's think just that our stance yeah and i, I like
1: it and i'd and, love to
0: hear people's comments on you know even on the as you can comment on either bulletproof uh that dental which is our mighty network or you can you can comment on
1: their youtube channel i think that's yeah why we answer all YouTube, those comments too, so but i'd love get, to hear what are your are thoughts awesome. what, yeah. are, what are your thoughts on this one for sure i'm i'm in your camp um i want to do the christmas gift especially this year for my team, because we were short staffed and we didn't want to just bring on additional bodies. We wanted to hire really good people. And my team, the average person on my team was doing like 1.2 jobs. Everybody's been stretched. So um, I'm excited to to do that for this year. Uh, And I I just think it feels good. And listen, the way the formula works for you, the way you devised it, people get incented for tenure. So God willing, those checks get bigger and bigger and bigger. You want to keep the same great people on your team. And I think it's a great gift. And. People have come to expect it, and and also I'm just leery of Harvard Business School in general. No, no, no offense to to Harvard in particular, but when you look I doubt at the listening, Craig, I doubt they're, they're not. They're but I'll uh, I'll encorp- encompass like all the major Ivy League business schools and the ivory towers that are around. I think that when you listen to the the podcast and the voices that we're listening to, you hear about this massive wave of layoffs that's coming, and it's not from like people that actually provide the, the majority of the layoffs are actually. Are not the people that are providing the services on the ground level? It's the it's the elite educated business consultants that's within the, ivory the tower academics. It right? is, it is, and if Elon pulls this off, where he you know he's he's going to be able to strip all the fat out of Twitter Wait, and still maintain. We're, t- we're jumping to Elon. We're going. Well, I'm just saying, like he Elon? he he is he he's the one that's saying like, hey, we don't need these elite educated people to run this company. Correct. And, yeah. and, and that's tying it back to the Harvard thing because I was, I'll, everybody will remain nameless in the, who I was with last week, but I was with a bunch of people that are very smart and very well paid. And we were talking about, I'm helping this company. And the interesting thing was they had videos on their YouTube channel, and they're all very smart people and all very well trained, but they had videos on their YouTube channel that were counter to the product and messaging they were trying to support. So immediately I'm like, give me the password. I get these videos off because you and I know how to take videos down on our own right. YouTube channels, like in a second. But a Harvard Business School guy may not know how to do that, so that's, that's why that's when it comes CMO's job, right? that's a CMO's job, and then we have to get an email and a directive and pass it through corporate. And I'm just kind of bringing that full circle because you know when Harvard Business School says that Christmas bonuses are not uh, effective, uh, you know. Maybe it's a different scale of company. Well,
0: in, in full in full defense of it, it didn't. It said it, it was arguing against incentives, and then I guess we got into the semantic war of like that's you know I was like, Dwight, that's not an. I was saying that's not an incentive. That's just that's just a year end thank you for going above and beyond, you know, and I do disagree with tenure bone tenure tenure as it relates to tenure. Okay, as it yeah, relates to, to uh just. Oh, I've, I've been present for X amount of time and therefore I should get more. And, and so I, I did hear that argument and, and for me, it's basically, if you exist in my ecosystem, you're bringing a tremendous amount of values because my team will cut, cut the fat, so to speak. Right. Just like yeah. you know, my team will even do it. They'll, they'll cut the fat and be like, these, this person is not performing, not pulling their weight, yeah. like they will protect the house. And so tenure in my environment is is warranted yeah of in course Bonus situation it just in this little Christmas bonus because it's like yeah. I want to reward that and it's cool to have it be to watch it build year over year or a little bit um you know some people have have $1,500 bonuses some people have a hundred you know and, it, it, and, it, and obviously it, it's different based on the years you were there yeah so that makes that's a significant change
1: I mean that's a significant oh I agree change. with you and, and and if you look at this text chain from our from this it's four Harvard Business Review um, studies all in a row for. Right. And I just think that at a certain point, you know, I, I just don't know if Harvard Business Review has as much. I, I, I'm just I'm just saying that th- I prefer the knowledge of a specific person like you. And I value Dwight and, and Trey immensely. But when you start pulling Harvard in to try to run out our businesses, I just think there's holes and biases there as well. That's all I wanted to say. It's not that I don't think Harvard's a great school the biggest or... data point in that whole conversation, and then we'll wrap on this, was that, you know,
0: we had we had a member basically say, Hey, I remember when my wife as a dentist got a bonus and we and I and then I worked at a different practice and I once upon a time and I didn't get a bonus. And I was like, Well, how'd that make you feel? kind of thing and it was like shitty. Was yeah. Like, That's my point. He said that. Is that these people who are not going to quote unquote get bonus if their colleagues or friends that work at other practices in the town if they hear about it all of a sudden now this this well i didn't get that now you start of course now they start questioning everything craig and we just got yeah. like the, the most difficult hiring process from COVID ever and all these things and so the last thing i want is like uncertainty of people thinking that they're not being taken care of by by the company and so you know is it is there a quote
1: roi on this
0: probably not i don't yeah
1: I don't it reminds something... me of that quote it's not everything that counts can be counted and sometimes that's all that it's i mean like that's that's a good well it's just that's i mean that's at a I certain have. no, it, i just i i have a personal charge right now because um seeing a lot of big shakeups in larger companies and the studies and the you know the business reviews i just feel are, are getting more and more obsolete like like without getting tangential it's kind of like the way specialty training is going right now too you're mm-hmm. seeing a crumbling the beginning of the the first crack in the ivory tower of specialty you know where you don't necessarily have to go for three or four years you could go and get trained up after. So I I just, I see we're at the precipice of a large disruption in higher levels of education. I'm not saying that dental school will go down, but the higher levels of dental um, specialization or specialization in business school and stuff like that. It's it's just interesting to me. We might be early, but I think we beat that one up pretty good. But speaking about businesses, if you don't mind, what do you think about because we're hearing about blood on the streets and that the recession yet hasn't started but there's signs that it's going to start what do you think are in your ecosystem because i know you're a member of ypo and you got a lot of good voices uh, in your ear what do you think about capital being drying up and valuations and ability to borrow and stuff like that anything happening yet yeah I mean, Bud,
0: a lot of, so much of the deals in, in our environment, whether it's SaaS or dentistry or roll-ups or this and that, are predicated on debt, right? Yeah, because SaaS
1: is subscription-as-a-service, so software businesses, just yeah, to software.
0: That. So I'm going to into dentistry. The cost of capital has gone up. When some, when DSOs are using leverage, i.e. debt, someone else's money, a bank's money, when the cost of funds, cost of capital goes up, it changes everything because now the yield has to be far greater than the interest rate at which you borrow or else it's not a good deal right and so you know 30-year home mortgages are in are in the seven percent range isn't that crazy right so mezzanine and bridge loans and venture loans and things like that are way higher because the higher the higher reward the higher the risk therefore the higher the rate so the cost of capital
1: has gone up, therefore, uh, things are going to dry up. Or, or, well, valuations uh, are still holding pretty robust, though, which is interesting. All right, you know, I'm seeing for now. I think getting I think big...
0: For now, for now. It, look, it's a recalibration, just like anything. Just like, look, it's a recalibration just like in home prices, Greg. So when when interest rates were at 3% for home values, what was happening in Florida? Like, your house went up 100% in value. Right. Right? And it hasn't, It ha- so it hasn't been... The the lead indication
1: hasn't hasn't been uh, attributed yet to the seven percent. It's not. It takes a long time. Right, right. And the Fed's saying they'd rather break the economy because they have tools to fix it, than to not slow it down fast enough. So they know they have tools to fix a broken economy. They don't have tools to slow it down. So they're going to be raising even more. So I think what we're saying here is tools, Craig. Well, that's what they say. But I'm just they have one tool: print money. Nope. Well, okay. well, that's a okay. tool though. Raise interest rates. Right. Well, Printing. that's to slow it down. But if they raise interest rates so much that everything goes into a grinding halt, they can print money is what I'm saying. That's a tool. It's a shitty tool, but they, that's a tool. So I just, I think what's happening r- rates are rising. Valuations are still high. I have dentist friends that are closing now and have just closed recently on ridiculous valuations. Wouldn't you agree that printing money, this is just a side note,
0: but I was, I was listening to a pod the other day and and some guy used a term and I was like, you know what? He's kind of right. He said that, that, that quantitative easing, right? IE printing money is really no different than counterfeiting.
1: Right, but the whole world has agreed to accept this counterfeit no, 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 currency. No, no. Okay, great, right, because the dollar denomination. Right. Let's so say, he who say, Craig, he who say controls the I, dollar. Let's say you and I wanted
0: to increase the dollar amount. We made our own. Right. We tried to make our own. We go to jail for counterfeiting. Right. So it is counterfeit,
1: but as long as everybody's in agreement of well, it. It, then it's everyone, not it's not is a, everyone in agreement well i mean maybe not you no. mr crypto but no I it's think, not even a uh, crypto thing congress
0: even i mean look look at look at how like mansion like i mean the spend well that, listen that print everybody print- prevented he should get a nobel prize for present preventing that extra three trillion dollars of, of uh infrastructure act that he blocked
1: right i know i i know that but of all the people of all the actors that print money the U.S. is amongst the best because we have the world's reserve currency. No, so no, we—that's no, no. a- the only reason where—that's the only re- right. But that's what I'm saying. We're we're the best because we everybody has agreed by consensus that we are allowed to print slash counterfeit. It's fine. Yeah, consensus meaning the petrodollar, but whatever. So speaking of consensus, let's bounce to crypto for a second, Mr. Crypto. Let's talk to you about consensus and crypto. Uh-huh. I want to see where you are. I want to see what's going on with Mm. um, Bitcoin's obviously holding its value right now, but we've, you know, with SPF and all that stuff, um, I want to hear this. I want to go. We haven't haven't talked about about it. It's probably going to shock a lot of people. This
0: week, I converted all of my holdings to Bitcoin, all Ethereum. Everything. My portfolio consists of ninety nine point five percent Bitcoin.
1: Right. What do you mean, right? What you? That's, no, that's you not told breaking, me. You told. were well, you talking news to you. That's well, not really. I, you you actually co- you gave me the news a couple of days ago. Definitely, like I sold everything. I'm like, did you really? <laughs> I to see what You're you like, got gotcha. you. You got me though. Yeah. So, well, I mean that's that's good. I mean, I think if you have to bet on one, well, let's back
0: up. Let me give you some let me give you some. So this year has been rough in crypto and me personally as a as a crypto uh, speculator, right?
1: Investor or, you or something. You've never identified yourself as a crypto speculator. I'm. I'm. No, look, look there's a little bit of concession t- t- in that. No. You've always there's... been a hodler and a Bitcoin maximalist, crypto maximalist. I'm speculating that it will go higher one day. <laughs> right. I know. High conviction. <laughs> yes. That? I just like the fact that you're now a speculator. It sounds a little okay. bit more realistic.
0: Okay. Well, look, investment is—that's—I mean, let's not let's not kid yourself.
1: No one buys something with with the. I know. I'm just you know forward. I'm just a word guy, and a spe- I don't think I've ever heard you call yourself a speculator. I just want to just I'm just enjoying that. that I'm an optimistic that. speculator. Okay, got it.
0: Then call yourself <laughs> an investor. So look, between the crashes this year, again, this year has been rough for the industry. For sure. Um, but I want to, but I want to do a thirty thousand foot view because everyone's like, oh, crypto's dead. And look, at, so we had Celsius first which right. I got caught in, right? Celsius, where they- That was that stable got, coin that you said that was yep. pegged? No, no, no. That was Luna. But okay. Celsius was basically over-leveraging um, some customer funds, and it turned into a bankruptcy situation. A lot of then, these companies like Voyager and Celsius and people had had exposure to Luna, which Luna was uh, Do Kwan's thing um, coin. Which was on the luna the terra ecosystem luna terra you heard about it no i've not well people had exposure to it because there was this system where it was getting and i talked about on the pod actually where it was giving you it was a peg 20 percent interest
1: rate right right is that the one you asked me to borrow money for no i did not no didn't you say like hey can you loan me money and i'm like if you need it i'll give it to you like no i want to invest it in something I, I don't remember you saying that to me. I don't, I don't remember I don't, what it was. Hopefully I was kidding. And 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 you probably weren't kidding. Thank God you didn't give it to me.
0: <laughs> all right, so then you had, we had the Luna crash, which essentially it went from a stable coin down to being worth 5 cents now. Stable coin meaning worth a dollar down to 5 cents. Okay. And then, right. and so obviously there's a cascade of events, correct, that happens when, when all these things happen and it weakens the whole environment. And now with the SBF thing, it really was almost, in my opinion, the nail in the coffin
1: yeah so just for the listener hold, hold, who doesn't hold, hold. know when who's
0: a, the nail in the coffin okay
1: right but i want to unpack because the sbf thing too for the person who's been living under a rocker doesn't understand what that is so sam sam bankman freed yeah hack that yeah just quickly so unpack that because right now if you're just a casual listener of of what's going on in the world you may about this bud no you may see him on the good morning america show and he's he seems like a nice guy and like kind of like mea culpa no big deal you know, just, you know, wasn't was really on top of my books, big, no big deal. But let, let's unpack exactly what he did so and FTX, why it's,
0: FTX, FTX okay. was one of the biggest, I think the second largest exchange. And so basically what he would do is he would take and you know, Tom Brady was endorsing him. He had. Yeah, he they had the room. Miami arena too. I had the did Miami arena, bought the, bought the naming rights to the arena. And basically FTX was taking customer funds and then actually, and then he had FTX and then he had, had Almeida research. And his whole fraudulent past, if you dig into his story, right? Like he was this mythical guy who started FTX and he was mythical, Greg, because he said he made billions of dollars on arbitrage back in Bitcoin in the years like 2015, 16. Believable, potentially. And basically what he would do. And he made these big, believable stories that like, look, we were buying Bitcoin in the U.S. and then basically taking it over on ledger drives over to Korea where there was a spread of three or $4,000 more per Bitcoin, right? Because, because their access to it was so much limited. So it was a, it was a geographical arbitrage and he's like, we made, we just, we're printing money. People were flying over in 747s. We were just doing it all day, all day. Right. And so it was like, and that was the Almeda research. So he had two, two fronts. One was Almeda research, which was basically his piggy bank. And one was the FTX exchange. So basically he was taking customer funds, Right front on FTX, giving people FTX tokens and then taking the capital all right. being based in Bahamas. Right His premise was too. he was he's he's very uh, philanthropic. He, he wanted to tell you was philanthropic at every point. So yeah, he was a large the one of the second largest, Democratic second largest donor. donator to the Democratic Party outside of George Soros. Forty right. million dollars. He bought news stories. He's paid yep. off The New York Times. So he's so he is now going around on the apology tour do you uh, think he's gonna get prosecuted dude this story honestly this is worse than madoff
1: no i know worse than madoff worse than enron worse than all these but, but the big question is madoff went to jail for life you know the guys from enron either killed themselves or faced huge criminal penalties do you think that this guy gets prosecuted and 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 sentenced in your gut what do you think well we can uh, this is just i don't know we'll, we'll talk about in six months says no like My gut says, says no did. as well. He has which, too many friends in high places and I don't think he uh, he gets prosecuted, which is crazy because literally, uh, did you see Elon put a little post about him on Twitter? No. He puts a Pornhub uh, header. And puts SBS face on it. Says, "Man, simultaneously f's five million people at once."
0: <laughs> <laughs> Elon is
1: he's craziest. He's it's really great. The number one troll on the. But earth. listen, I mean, as the you're the guy who always wore the decentralized everything T-shirt, but this is kind of like what you get when well, you whoa, decentralize whoa, whoa. and no, because no. there are bad actors. No. Okay, so tell why me, you bring this up. Okay, tell me the nuance. It, an exchange
0: is. So, so there's silver lining in all this happening. I'm going to get, I wish we had more time on this. So I do believe you should decentralize everything An exchange though, Craig is central centralization, meaning you are sending your coins to an exchange and you say, Hey, keep my, keys. Uh, so he, he made the keep friction. Yeah. And when you right. have the keys, there, there's a, there's an saying in, in crypto Twitter, it's not yeah. my coins. I'm sorry, not my keys, not my coins. So if I send money to Coinbase, if I send my Bitcoin to Coinbase or buy it and leave it there, they are the custodian of my keys. They are really the true owner of it. Got it. And ask me how I know, because my funds got caught on Celsius and in their terms of service, it actually says we are a bank. Yeah, it could be collateralized. It it collateralized the position. So it's not really, it, it's mine, it's, a, it's attributed to my account, but is it really mine? So the whole thing with Bitcoin and, and, and crypto is not your keys, not your coins, is get it off of centralized exchanges, meaning get it into storage, get it into your own custody, get it at use ledger devices, things like that, right? So, so get it into your own custody where you don't have to ask anyone's permission and you're not buying on leverage. I think leverage in just general is bad for crypto. Right. Um, but I'm glad well, it's you, you brought this up because it's not that's not the same thing. So,
1: well, it's going to usher in a new wave of
0: regulation. Well, that this is why this is going back to the first wave of why I and look,
1: he was he was the wolf in sheep's. He was in the meetings with the now he was making the. he was going to be the one that was going to make some of the, the regulation regulation. So they were actually right. asking him. Literally, the, he, it was the the fox in the hen house. They were literally saying, "How do That's we devise?" Fox in the hen house. I was I was saying wolf in sheepskin clothing. And I like that read, too. I, I like that too. He could have been a fox in sheep's clothing in the hen house. So, so here's know, what's I'm gonna, gonna. Here's why i But mean, what's gonna happen then? Here's what Massive I are a regulation,
0: uh, draconian move into converting all of right. Because right. I believe that regulation is coming faster than we know now. And I think this was the, this was the inflection Percipit- for yep, what for sure happened. Um, Cause there's going to be too much that happens from this. There's too So too then much let me happening.
1: ask you a focus question. So what happens yeah. to Bitcoin? Does it become a security? Okay. So I
0: think, so they've already announced Gary Gensler, um, I'm sorry,
1: Fed, fed Chair. Jay,
0: let's call it Jay Clayton, even Jay Clayton, who was four years ago, the fed chairman had okay. a large interview with CNBC where he essentially came out and said, Bitcoin is a commodity, right? No different than as we pull gas out of the ground. It's a, it's a commoditized thing. And, and, and people may say, well, what about Ethereum? And what about this, that, and the other Bitcoin also didn't have what something called a pre-mine, meaning that, that, Let's, Craig, let's say you and I wanted to start the bulletproof coin. And I was like, hey, dude, we're going to start this bulletproof coin, but I'm going to give you like 20% and me like 20% of it, and then we'll put 60% on the open market and sell it. And mm-hmm. you're like, awesome, great idea. That's essentially what Ethereum did. 20% of Bitcoin's initial token allocation was a pre-month to the foundation like, and the founders. so
1: pegged to yeah
0: so so here so this is why they're going to look at this from a security i mean potentially right bitcoin i mean ethereum has tons of, of utility almost everything is based on it so i i think that would be bad if ethereum does i think the only two that will survive but the
1: obviously system. you think it's bad enough because you got out of ethereum because honestly
0: to me the risk wasn't worth the reward and, and when i say that is i mean that i look back at my history and when when I've seen Ethereum go up, let's say it's a thousand dollars. When I saw it go to three thousand dollars, Bitcoin also went from ten to thirty thousand dollars. So the same incremental growth happened. My exposure to Bitcoin was very pair pursue with that Ethereum, right. and so. So I was you like, just why, think it, it's why, a more likely winning
1: risk? horse, yeah? Well, it, it's th- there's been no asymmetric Gary, upside Gary risk. Gensler, at,
0: yeah. Gary Gensler is the new SEC. He used to teach a class of cryptocurrency at, but, at uh, MIT that basically went over the fact that it is a commodity. So. Craig, By the way, me, this is also
1: this remin- But this is also reminiscent of like the Peter Malouk pods we had. We were pushing him on this. He's like, listen, I am not saying that the blockchain and or crypto doesn't have a future. He says, just like the same way that link, what was the early search engines, you know, Lycos and Yahoo were going to be the dominant search players. He knew search engines were going to be a thing. He just didn't know it was going to be Lycos, AOL, or Google. So he, he mentioned the same thing as like now we're finally capitulating, you know, a year or two later. Like, yeah, the the winners are appearing to be certain players that would have been very different if we chose them two years ago.
0: Yeah, I, you know, um, I agree with that. I, I think also it's the, the immaculate conception of Bitcoin, meaning no pre-mine. There was not no one got any. There's no tip of the spear, meaning there's not a foundation or someone who's in charge of it. Right. Which but is, there, there is enough. There's Which enough more of a commodity, right? Right. Ethereum has a foundation. So all these elements have foundations and founders and they are, if they don't pass what's called the Howey test and the Howey test is somehow something the sec basically looks at. So in order to fully land this plane and just get off of it, it was a tough year. I think it, I think ultimately it serves very good for crypto. No different than when the housing industry uh, blows up, right? It, is a cleansing that happens. But if you look back, so everyone's like, Oh my God, it's been stable at like 16, $17,000. Okay. But rewind to 2017. Yeah. $17,000 was pandemonium levels. People were losing their shit and mortgaging their house. Yeah. So as long as I see lower lows, I'm sorry, higher lows, <laughs> right, yeah,
1: you've seen fun. lower lows, so you yeah, should be exactly. happy. I've seen lower lows, uh, as long as I no, see, I hear, I hear it. Lows over You're time. very consistent, Peter. You're always very consistent. Your your dialogue really hasn't changed, which I I admire your conviction. You know, for I think I've mentioned on the pod, I bounced out in May of 2021, never looked back. But but does it you, feel
0: good right now? No, no, it doesn't. Yeah, but guess what? In I even as of last week, I'm still, I am still, I am
1: still dollar cost averaging every day every week all the time dude that is freaking crazy I, well, I really for for i totally you know listen when i think there's certain things that that are you you just you like a little bit of risk you like adventure too hundred percent so you're that, you it, i don't it, have it, risk or adventure or drama in my life I'll yeah create it right all right 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 so i think <laughs> for the a sociopath that so no it's it, it works for you but i i mean it's just you and I think very differently. I did not look like looking at my Coinbase and seeing that I was up, you know, a hundred grand one day and down two hundred grand the next day and three hundred. It was the euphoria was not working for I'm me. I'm also
0: and a I, pretty big libertarian too, Craig, which is why like I'm I'm big, like, don't tread on me, you know. So no, you know, that's, yeah, and it's I agree.
1: Also resonated with it. So I agree. But yeah, remember when you remember during COVID, by the way, when you went to your bank, you're like, I want to withdraw my money. They're like, How much? And you're like, My money. Like we no, can't give you your no, money.
0: No, it wasn't even all my money. It wasn't. It wasn't like give me all my money. It
1: well, was, it, was it was enough like, that like freaked you out that it wasn't available. Yeah, to
0: you. yeah, because I thought it was going to bank run. Right, I, I went. I remember going to the, to the grocery store the night before. Kind of. Oh, funny. I remember. I was on the phone with
1: you. Yeah, and I, and I was you're like, like, like go to
0: the. I'm putting on a mask, and you're like 4-4. Yeah. and I was like, oh, yeah, I feel like this. I feel like this China
1: virus is about to crush us. And yeah, I remember, I remember this whole thing. Month. It was late at night. It was like 10 yes. o'clock, and I took my, yeah.
0: I took one of my kids with me too.
1: And so were like, we on the I, phone with? We were texting to somebody else too, maybe Dwight or something like that. But I remember so we were talking day, about. Hey, I was like, "All right, shit." There was a line last night at the grocery
0: store, right? It, almost like the snow when a snowstorm comes. Um, yeah. And I was the only thinking that, and I was like, "Guess what? There's going to be a run on the bank. People are going to freak out." And so I went to the bank the next day, and I was like, "Hey, I need. To, I want to take out some money." They're Like, no problem. How much? And I think
1: you know, being a little, it was big, like twenty big, grand, I think, right? yeah, I think
0: it was a twenty or fifty. Anyway, they couldn't like, maybe, do it. Maybe twenty grand. And I, and it was like we'll be right back. And I was like, "What?" And they're like, "We can't, we can't do that much amount."
1: I remember you called me right away. And I was
0: like, "Dude," I was like, "And I, Greg, when I say I yeah. lost my shit, I was like, where, I know. where is it?'" They're like, "It's not here." I was like, "Where is it? Yeah. I gave it to you here. Where is it? Yeah. Well, we can't, we can't give you." <laughs> We've loaned it right? to somebody for six like, percent. What do you Isn't mean? Isn't this the bank? Yeah. It just, it just freaked me out. And they're like, "Well, we'll I mean, to, we'll have to order it from the Fed." It took four weeks for me to get that money.
1: That's crazy. So, That's crazy. Anyway. Well, I mean, look, there's been, there's obviously, at that point was a low point, but look at what happened. I mean, the CARES Act and so many other things happened and totally. a lot of people. I'm not and, saying and, bad things happened, it was just, it was
0: shocking. And-
1: No, it, I know, it, but uh, we, were, we, terms were, terms we were- we were terms of
0: service, Craig, going back to crypto, if you read the terms of service for your bank, you will see the same thing. Just oh, yeah, because but, you think it's But look your at TikTok's money, terms of service. Well,
1: look at Apple's terms of services. Have you ever read the 40 page document? No, like, have you? There's like a South Park. you? I, I don't read any <laughs> document, buddy. I don't read any document, but like there's a South Park. Love like you didn't that. read, you, we asked you to agree twice. You know, you sure you want to agree? <laughs> the rest is pretty funny. But I mean, speaking really of the CARES suck, Act, by man. the way, kind of a pivot here. Um, I remember. Wait, wait, I, wait, ta-
0: can, I, I do want to go to that, but okay, I want to fully land the plane on the crypto thing um, because I know I'm going to get some, I don't know. I'm well, do like me a favor.
1: Something. If you agree with Peter or you disagree, please post in the comments. We need to hear what our audience is thinking about that. I'd love to hear it on youtube even if you don't watch us but go in there and leave a comment love to hear what people think
0: yeah and i but and i but that being said i do feel and this is not financial advice wow. i feel like if there is regulation if we do get an etf and if we do get the idea like the dam is going to break and, and
1: bitcoin <laughs> will be the obvious choice i love it i listen i fully agree that if cryptocurrency does what it's supposed to do Bitcoin 100% will be the obvious choice. I got that advice that I got in May of 2021. And so far, it's almost been prophetic um, because of, you know, and listen, it's a threat to a lot of governments and governments don't want to lose control. Right. You know, I mean, we can all agree that one thing we've learned in the last two years is governments like to have control. But But let's talk about. Every day that it's in existence, though, it becomes. Yeah, every day it doesn't strong. blow up. I, I agree with you. So, Let's talk about you. how the government can help, though. I want to talk about the CARES Act and one thing that was interesting when I brought it up to you. So oh, many geez. of you are. I'm glad. Yeah, many of this. you are familiar about the ERC credit, the employee retention credit, uh, and I consider Peter a very, very savvy business person, extremely savvy, in fact. And when I mentioned it to him, actually one of our you know uh, people on the network or something had said it's like. Can I get that? And yet, Peter, you had, there's so many credits and incentives and stuff like that, that a lot of people still don't know about this. You didn't know about it. You're like, nah, nah, I didn't qualify for that. And Well, because I asked my CPA, Greg. Right. Which I'm not saying you were. I
0: I was was trying to. You don't don't apply. I know. I'm just putting in some.
1: uh, Yeah. What I'm really trying to say is that I consider you a sophisticated business person. And the fact that you were like, nah, I don't, that doesn't work for me. Um, And then come to find out how much money is still being allocated for the employee retention credit. It is ridiculous. Like I'm like just shocked at what's going on.
0: Yeah. Let me let me jump in here because this is this is crazy. So, of course, I thought it was a little bit when I heard it again. I was like, look, I've gotten PPP one, PPP two, like another ERC. I get a retention thing. I was like, this is hocus pocus. This is
1: right. Isn't that what PPP was for? PPP is is the employee retention Yeah. And so
0: basically what this was, Greg, is this was signed into law, but it's not, it's not that common because honestly, a lot of our, a lot of our dental colleagues that didn't, didn't really, you know, I asked people and not everyone is taking advantage of this or they've
1: done it. They did it wrong. Unfortunately.
0: It it was signed into law in March of 2020 um, and in the cares act for, so it was kind of based on COVID. Um, And so basically business owners can receive refundable credits per employee in 2020. And then, for each quarter.
1: By the so, way, it's not a tax credit. That's actually money written to you. To you, yeah, not yeah, a tax it's not a, a credit, it's, uh, running Yeah, through. well, so it is. A, total, it is a retention credit, but it's a total refund, a Craig.
0: When they did it, it can be your total refund can be up to twenty six thousand dollars per employee.
1: Yeah. So, Peter, you and I are living proof of that. Um, And we've been really fortunate. We created an alignment with a company um, and we have a a page that we build called BulletproofERC.com. And we were able to go through the process and receive significant funds. And unfortunately, some of our masterminders and some of our network have gone through their local CPA and people like, oh, I can do that crap. Yeah, I know how to do that. And they got really anemic checks. We only know this because we know what our top line revenue is. So we could pretty much figure out what our salaries and expenditures for team is. And then we could assimilate or approximate what at a size of an ERC credit. And one of our guys like has a very large practice and got an ERC credit that's 30 grand, which is like a a fraction of what we got. So um, the good news, he was able to go see um, my buddy Norm, who's over there at at Bulletproof ERC, and they're going to be able to repair or amend his return. In other words, he got it for 2020, but he has more money for 2021, which is awesome. And you've known Norm forever. So, what yeah, literally, that. Norm's one of my besties. I've known him for f- 10 years and he's just awesome. But he'll actually, because the process is so e- extremely difficult, he will actually fill out the application with you. And um, there's two ways to do it, by I the couldn't way. I didn't believe the amount, Craig. I honestly,
0: yeah. I was like, I, "Is did you I calculate this amount right? Like, is this right? Oh, oh, the fair? amount of the credit. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You don't, this doesn't you didn't feel, believe it.
0: Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And yeah. so I was like, well, you know, but look, they're just like a lot of a lot of government things, they put an allocation of funds, a bucket of funds. Yeah. And they say, Hey, come apply. But it's not like, and honestly, like who knows how long it will last. So there if you're listening to this and you and you were in business in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one and you haven't utilized this as a dentist, like I would not delay because Yeah, <laughs> who like knows do it right away. The funds will be available. Right. yeah you
1: must do it right away even though there's they say the deadlines are like in, yeah it's you know, 2020, 2024. Uh, 2024. 2024 yeah you have to be done before 2025 but do no, not wait this course- is but but this is also it's an allocation of funds and if it gets utilized beforehand when the funds run out you're done right you're that's done. what i'm saying there's
0: there's yeah. a little bit of an urgency i i couldn't believe from going from a my cpa saying hey you don't qualify to then basically getting told you know with someone who specializes in that like norm that like here's the amount that you are
1: due and i was like what so anyway uh what was the uh, the thing is what is the, bulletproof, bulletproof ERC. com bulletproof erc.com um what yeah it's <laughs> judging on what i've heard People have told me yeah i got that when we di- when we dig deep we can actually see that it's that people unfortunately have not received the appropriate level of credit you see i put it in the scrolling banner i do I see that's pretty I'm, damn cool
0: i'm pretty good i mean hey i'm getting pretty good with this uh on the fly video production
1: yeah but uh yeah that's an, that's an important thing is there anything else that's going on in your world anything else that's going on we covered i think a lot of ground here
0: No. I what's
1: think... your plans for christmas outside of giving a christmas gift
0: yeah outside of uh Giving an incentive that I sh- shouldn't be giving, according to Harvard.
1: Yeah, three, four <laughs> different articles <laughs> in Harvard. Um, Harvard thinks you're going to run your we're business. a Cool Christmas party, right? What's your, what are you doing? Um,
0: we are going to, um, I believe we're going bowling. Uh, like a, a, like you know, we have high end bowling places. Oh, I'm sorry, I thought you said it's a cool Christmas party. It was cool. Dude, we have Home. cool stuff in Atlanta. I know in South Florida you just have Corvettes yeah. and blonde, blonde spiky hair,
1: but <laughs> yeah magnum pi and, and don johnson that's all yeah we're stuck in like 98 yeah <laughs> da, 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 da. exactly making miami vice um, that'll be fun yeah it'd be cool it'll be cool. well look i mean let's talk about the real thing what'd you do you went to cabo with your whole team back in like mm-hmm. september or july yep. right well, yep. that was that amazing be, that, that was the team bonus from the year for 2020 one
0: right so it takes a lot of time so when they hit their you know we have tiers Craig, or the way we do yeah. it is we have tiers of you know tier 1 tier 2 tier 3 tier 4 and then we have yearly stuff and then we have the big ass stretch goals that are called our beach goals and okay. uh and you know and so again writing a check to go for 60 Forty-five people to go to Cabo was not fun, but you remember yeah. back that it's like, and everyone's thanking me. I'm like, you're the one who earned it. Oh, I love know?
1: that. I've done you the know? same thing. Yeah, it, compensation it drives it's not behavior. It
0: gave you a, a a trip. You earned it.
1: I, I, um, I always do the same exact thing. It's not. Don't thank me. Thank you. You're the one who did it. It's so oh, true. That was cool. That was cool. What about yeah. you? What's up? What's what's up? Um, no, the Christmas party is actually. Um, I'm, I'm inserting myself into one of your earlier punchlines. It's at the office, so. <laughs> we're actually doing it at the office but we are doing a christmas gift this year similar to what you do it's a hundred dollars per person per year they've been here um mm-hmm. so that's gonna feel really good um and then uh i'm just gonna be hanging out with the family um i get a lot of downtime but i'll probably just be you know off the grid farm. yeah at the farm doing my You've thing i become quite the, uh, the southern gentleman i have to say i don't know
0: your, your about farm, that your farm mm-hmm. and your uh I have to say your your Instagram. If you don't follow Craig, follow him. He'll show you that he's become. Uh, you've come a long way from from the big bird
1: driving the uh, the, the Porsche, white Porsche. Porsche. The white. Yeah, Porsche, what a great story! To <laughs> I mean, now I've I converted mean, you into yeah. like this. Uh, well, it's like a, a it's like a drug. You. Well, I think I think you have a lot to do with it. It's like it's like the it's like my the entry drug. Shaming. Well, I mean, like, listen, you shame me out of my Porsche into a Raptor, and then like you find a need, like what what's the human beings like greatest. Uh, motivations to stay consistent with who they identify with so like mm-hmm. you drive a raptor you're like maybe i should have some cows And <laughs> next thing you know it's like <laughs> maybe i should buy a power tool or two yeah maybe you get a <laughs> yeah you get a makita you get a chainsaw get a couple of sleeveless shirts and fast forward three years later you got 28 forward, you got head 100, of cattle.
0: 100 acres and a head of cattle and, a, yeah. <laughs> and outside in the woods and then you spend all your time there <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, it's so funny! But I was texting Peter the other day, all getting aside. I'm like, dude, you got to get out here. You have a tract. Oh, it's so amazing! I hope you really do come. That'd be so fun. There's something so—I uh, don't know what it is about land, and I'm,
0: you know, I'm romantic about a piece of land right now. That you I should don't be, own and it's just like there's something about a man or a human owning piece of land that's just especially when it's it's big right you start thinking about it in terms of like my kids could get married here and this could be a legacy piece and what if this is a compound and look at all the things you could do and you you start envisioning all these things you can do and you're and you're experiencing it but i'm right now like yeah okay winter's coming you know we've always said this craig the winter's coming with the economy is now the best time to be plopping down a large chunk of money that could then stress me out 6 months from now if I hadn't bought that land and so Yeah but if
1: you zoom out if you zoom out though Peter and you look at the the economic return on land you know, and you take, you you zoom out enough to kind of regulate out those little bumps up and down. I mean, Mm -hmm. overall, it's been a fantastic investment. If you're telling me I I want to buy the, you're you're talking about your kids getting married. Your, your oldest child is minimally like 20 years, you know, 15 years, 20 years away from getting married. So if you look at that time level timeline, Peter, then absolutely you do it, man. I, I think it's, yeah, yeah
0: I, it's, it's a, you know, everyone who's a big fan of it is like, it's a no-brainer. Blah, it's a blah, blah, no-brainer, bro. It's no-brainer. You know, but also, Craig, I, I, I don't want, I know as much as you think I seek adventure, I do, but I don't want to, I don't want to wake up in the middle of the night being like, holy shit, I just plunked down. Because guess what? Banks don't loan very favorably and to a large degree on the value on land they do not like lending on land so this is a this is you know we you and i talk about winter's coming and dry powder and have your stuff and so for me to i have a small window to buy it but deploying this much dry powder at something like that makes me a a little uneasy but in the long term zoomed out i know you're right i i know you're right i won't regret it
1: um yeah Let's Plus, close. the utility of it too. I mean, that's uh, listen, if I was told I could have my property, but never allow a friend to come there, I wouldn't want it. So the property I have is just—it's a reason to pull people that I love together. Yeah. You know, that's my invitation to you. Like, imagine, like, hey, Peter, come to my house in Delray for like four or five days. Like, uh, no thanks. Like, what am I going to do? Like, well, out there it's amazing. There's so yeah, much come to do. To
0: my farm. Let's go. Yeah, know, like that's that's a, that's a reason to that's come. A different
1: invite, right? I'll totally.
0: Out and we'll grill and we'll do. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but there's awesome stuff to do. There's hunting. There's horseback riding. It's super fun. So mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of you buying that land. So hopefully, right. hopefully you do it well hopefully i just continue
0: to to think this craig forever and ever yeah i got this uh this is this is i don't know if i've well is it sharp yeah it's sharp dude so this is what i'm holding if you're listening in the car is a giant sword not giant well yeah yeah it's giants it's 30 it's a saber actually so in cabo like you know i have been talking about family and friends craig i've done this tradition where in my family mainly for my kids we when they do something that's kind of above and beyond or something that I want to concrete with a memorable thing, mm-hmm. we, we take this saber and this isn't the one, this is the one I just showed you was for Bulletproof, but we take the saber and we, and we go, uh, we go saber a bottle of, of, uh, sparkling orange, uh, apple juice for them.
1: Right. And Can I ask you they, a technical I, question real quick? Yes. When you cut it, does it break the bottle? No, it breaks. Oh, it just, because these are designed to cut the bottle so i i oh wait video. it does but it does cut the bottle though correct oh it, Where it, it takes the, the cap top, takes the top right off okay but does it cut does it break glass yeah, it's raw glass that's crazy to me why i don't you know i just feel like this i don't know i just feel like there's like a glass shards in there i don't know no i don't want to eat glass Dude, where Keep this going. became popular or what? I know everybody does it. Just Well, that's no, in my in ride. Thinks.
0: we do it all the time, right? At this at this one lodge and everyone, you know, it's it's called the beach. It's up in the middle of the mountain and music's going and people are just sabering, you know, like bottles of champagne, which is fun. Oh, right? yeah. And I remember There's a place like this every in Aspen. one of those things. And I was like, you know, I don't remember all my kids' events and, you know, I don't have a good memory of little allocations of life. And
1: so <laughs> You throw a little savory and champagne yeah. in there and, and so it I cements remember that memory.
0: That. I remember saying that in our mastermind in Cabo, and me saying how, and I tried to use the, a knife to saber something I didn't work with. And I was like, you know what, that's it. I'm going to bring the saber to... Salt Lake for our next mastermind. And I was like, and then I went so far, Craig, and I was like, not only am I, did I get the saber, but now you see, I got it engraved. It says I am bulletproof on it. It's a so pretty it's, nice saber, by dude, the way. It's
1: amazing. You are like the, you are like the guru of Chinese customized manufacturing.
0: I really am. I, yeah. yeah I've, gotten, I've gotten good because whether it was uh, lake trampolines or toothbrushes. Or branded toothbrushes for ADS. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I've become, I've become excellent at, uh, how is your Mandarin? Not good, but get Alibaba has a converter, so
1: um, <laughs> that's okay. awesome. So you're fluent. One day they'll meet you. You'll be shocked. You're uh, you're a Caucasian. Uh, um, speaking of
0: speaking of uh, conversation, I'm, we're going to do it. I'm, we're going to end this pod. But I'm gonna we're gonna do an AI pod because uh, I oh, Gpt3 hold
1: whatever.
0: on I've been losing myself lately losing my mind I'm gonna show you some things live and it's gonna make you pick up all the pieces to your brain and put them back together because you're gonna be like what the hell but I'm gonna do it live on a pod okay. because I have some like I'm as I am in deep I am as interested in AI right now as I was in, interested in crypto in 2015 16. That's awesome. Okay. And and it's taking me down the same wormholes. Well, hopefully you can
1: make me as much money in this, yeah, well, uh, as you sure. did I'll in, make money in, in Bitcoin. It, it's
0: just fucking fascinating that awesome. how it's gonna transform the the world. Um I know we were all over the place today, but it was good to you know, I miss I miss uh Dwight and Trey, especially for the intros. Dwight, miss you guys. But uh sometimes it's nice to uh meet you just to have a Yeah. This is like a dialogue you and I always have, by the way, which is so I know. funny. Oh, no, you know, just it's the same dialogue
1: we recorded. always do. Some
0: of them aren't recorded. All yeah, right, everybody, just... thanks for tuning in. Hope everyone's uh having a nice holiday season, and we'll see you next time.
1: Take care, everybody.
0: Oh, oh, oh! What's up? Don't hang up yet. Don't hang up. Don't hang the phone. We've locked
1: down. Should we talk about the summit? By the way. Oh yeah! Really? Holy smokes! Totally, fo- uh, I totally because forgot. That just happened a, last, last minute.
0: Yeah, last minute edition. Because it, it hasn't been announced, but and by the time this pod comes, hopefully it is because registration. But the cool thing, uh, I, dude, I got to tell you, and I know I said this with everyone,
1: but the fact that we Oh no, made, this one's easily to say. One, could, yeah. We are whatever amazing. we said, I mean Nashville's amazing, don't get me wrong. It was an awesome event. But how would you feel if we said we were going to Las Vegas at the Wynn Hotel? Not Circus Circus like I wanted to because of that roast beef <laughs> for 499, but the Wynn. That's not the freaking win. I mean, that's where you and I would go if we were just going to hang.
0: It's crazy, honestly. It's crazy. And for us to take the leap, because honestly, when when you do a conference, and those of you probably who who have experience in that, you know, like you have to plunk down a oh, large yeah. amount of money just to yeah. say, like, we believe in the process, we believe in this. And so it's it's scary to to put down a like five hundred you know, this auditorium we're getting and the amount of
1: meals yeah. we're getting and the things, you know. But the cool it, thing, it, by the way, the, yeah. I mean, obviously, we're excited about every summit and new content and just larger venues. And I mean, Vegas has its own special draw. But like I see a lot of without mentioning names, I see a lot of offices investing in their team for these, quote, reward trips. And they go have fun. Right. And these fun Some trips, are are, cruise boats or something. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're, they're all they're boat. all fine. They're all they're all great. There's many there's many iterations of these fun trips. But. The one thing I always come back and like, well, did your team learn anything? Well, we weren't really expecting to learn anything. It was more of a reward trip. Why can't you have it all? Why can't you have a fun trip that actually proves to be an ROI for your practice? And that's exactly what the Bulletproof Dental Summit is. It's a true ROI. And I mean, we still have our 10 times guarantee. It won't be any different for Vegas. So if you can take your team and actually implement what you learn, you will make more than 10 times what you spent in the coming year, which is crazy. And the cool thing about what we did with the Vegas trip is it's actually incentivized, because if you go right now, at least time of recording, and try to book a hotel at the Wynn right now a year out, it's August 11th, by the way, if you go out right now and try to book August 11th and 12th or 13th, it's gonna be about four or $500 right now. No, no, it's 700, I just it Okay, up. so 700 now, but guess what it's gonna be like May or June, a lot more. And our rooms are what? 200? 200, two, two, 209, 209. 209. 299
0: for the so, 209 and, and 299 for Friday, Saturday.
1: So, but, so right there is like the cost of the summer ticket. In the and the difference between uh, what that real we're really state. Pushing i mean uh, Lacey. Uh, we're,
0: hopefully this comes out we're really pushing lacy i was like lacy and you and i felt very strongly about this craig is being, yeah it has to uh, go on immediately we we're like we got to have this and she was like really want to launch this year and i was like well we really of need course to, because it helps course. out so many people who had great years and they right. want to take advantage of this tax the tax benefit before yeah you, you spend,
1: spend it this year you pay you don't pay the taxes
0: it's true so uh, hopefully, if you're if you're you've signed up to get informed or you're on Mighty Networks, we'll announce it.
1: Yeah, as soon as um, it comes out, you'll you'll have it. But also, what we did this year is we made some really special pricing as well, so that you can bring your whole team. So it's going to be like buy yeah, ten we, get we ten, 10 the pricing, buy twenty get twenty. Sure.
0: Yeah, the pricing is definitely more favorable now versus last year. It was the same ticket price for anyone. Now we've adjusted it because
1: we well we we heard you loud and clear. We went, but we, we also bring see. More team. We also see the people that actually pony up and bring their teams, how much mm-hmm. easier it is to implement. Peter, it's the most annoying thing ever when you and I learn something, and we wish we had our team there. And we've heard it so many times. I wish I would have brought my team. I wish I would have brought my team. When's the next one? And they're far apart. You know, And they're not, you know, they're not exactly yearly. So um, bring your team this year. It will sell out like always, and those room blocks will all sell out as well. So as soon as these come live, uh, whatever that is, hopefully before the end of the year, pull trigger and plus you pay don't pay the tax on the things you expend this year as well yep obviously
0: that's it i'm glad we i'm glad we snuck that in yeah thanks for remembering that yeah this will uh who knows when this will go so of course it'll be on bulletproofsummit.com when we announce but anyway uh all
1: right bud i gotta scoot okay bud nice to see you